Good afternoon. This is the Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at WIZMnews.com. I'm Mike Hayes, Rick Solomon, uh, the house as well. How was your uh, Father's Day weekend? Well, I didn't see my father, so you didn't? sometimes it's not the worst thing, but <laughs> I called him. Ah, well, there you go. And he said, he, uh, guess what I'm doing today? And I'm like, I already know what he's going to say, but I'm like... I don't know. I'm fishing. Relaxing. Yeah. It's like I'm fixing your tractor. Fixing your tractor. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, I did a visual inspection. You know, you could do that. And the timing belt is rubbing again. You know, and then he gives me all that. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't notice that because I don't know that. Yeah. The what? <laughs> right, the exactly. timing belt? This belt yeah. is rubbing against the frame and you needed to. I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, see, no, Dad, you don't get that. <laughs> that's, uh, that would be well beyond my uh, area of expertise. But that's my dad working on Father. Like, he can't not be in the garage. Sure. Well, but it's not work for him then. And then, uh, and then he had to go. He had to hang up because he was pulling the welder out to the other shed. So, oh. <laughs> like a big, giant welder. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's doing exactly what he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Stuff. Stuff that he does every Just day. Just hang yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, when my exactly. dad was uh, around, uh, he spent Father's Day in the kitchen. Yeah, and uh, so it, the the deal was, especially since it's generally warm. I grew up in Michigan, so it's uh, you know it was it was always kind of sort of pool weather. Yeah, and uh, when my kids were little, they didn't care if there was ice floating in the pool. It's pool weather. <laughs> and Grandma says we can go in the pool, Dad. I don't care if there's right. icebergs in the pool. We're going. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, Dad would take orders from everybody. What do you want? What do you want to eat for Father's Day? And he'd uh, he opened up a little of. Vince uh, Cafe and spent all day in the kitchen having a blast. Yeah. People go in and have a glass of wine with them or a beer, shoot their stuff during uh, one particular aspect of the meal. He'd spend all day entertaining, kind of holding court. Okay. So, in, but literally in the kitchen, as in opposed kitchen. to, you know, like the cliche would be the, the dance out on the grill. No, well, there might be something out on the grill, but it goes along with something that also goes in the kitchen. Sure. Because you can only do a you can only do a steak. Or but was that your dad every other day of the week too? No, no, no. He didn't cook for a living. No, no. I'm saying he probably he must have enjoyed cooking. Oh, he loved so, it. Yeah. But just like your dad in the garage. Yeah. What's your dad doing? He's fixing the car, or a truck, or a tractor, or welding something. Forklift, rototiller. Fork, we can fork, keep going. Lift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? My dad was in the kitchen making your dad something to eat because yeah. he's going to be really tired after hauling that welder all over the place, and uh, my dad be all over. Hey, tell you what. If you fix my welder, I'll make you dinner. So how did this work? Does your mom and dad could, like, compete for, uh, you know, who's going to make this meal or that? Oh, meal? no, no. No, my mom gave up the kitchen oh, okay. uh, in a heartbeat. She my mom was fixing in the garage. <laughs> my mom only cooked because she had to. Okay. Well, it's a good she dynamic. She didn't have to. It was awesome, yeah. yeah. She gave that up quicker than stuff. When they built the house that uh, they lived in, my dad was out of town for a few days, and mom met with uh, the builder said, can you make me a pretend blueprint, just a fake, you know, joke blueprint uh, for Vince when he gets back? My dad's name is Vince. Sure, what do you want? I need you to make the downstairs all fit. We were having a problem with, or they were having a problem with closet size and blah, blah. So put it, put it together, rough draw, that it all fits, and you got the space because there's no kitchen on the downstairs. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Just notice that the closet fits and the garage goes and Basement storage and the blah, blah, the blah, blah. 
and see if he notices <laughs> yeah. that everything fits. While you were gone, honey, I met with the architect, <laughs> yeah. and he and I stayed up all night. We had cocktails, and we burned the midnight oil, and we figured it all out. Isn't that cool? Right. My dad freaked out. This is awesome. Oh, my God. How did you guys? Hey, where's the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> it took him 15 minutes to figure out that you know, there was no kitchen in his downstairs. That was, it was just hilarious. Just hilarious. My sister got the whole thing on a little phone video thing. It was, it was pretty funny. So, so uh, your dad's out in the garage. My dad's in the kitchen having a good time. And I did a little of both, although I didn't do any welding. I did uh, some projects and uh, some cooking and some sitting around. He tried to have me weld part of my muffler back to my car one day, and then oh. after a couple of er- trial and error runs, he t- he took over because I did not. Yeah, I don't think it was the easiest of welds either, but it's probably very disappointing. His son can't weld <laughs> can't weld a little thing next yeah. onto the thing, like just a tiny little. Can you woodwork? I mean, do you have any? You know, you can't very well say, hey, Dad, I can get your front row seats to my volleyball uh, <laughs> match. Uh, you know, do you bring any other skills to the table? <laughs> I mean, I, I probably know more than your average person. I'm oh, guessing about, stuff. no, about, like, tool, you know, the garage stuff. I probably oh, sure. know more than the average person. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, a little technical weld that I, I think was a little beyond Well, basic. swishing your envelope a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, you know, and then I think I got it, and then I bumped it, and it came apart, and then he was, that's when it's, oh, just give it to me. You know, like, just, yeah. what are we doing? Wasting yeah. time. It's funny. Uh, well, that's, my dad didn't care. He would just say, you're going you're gonna to take the first bite of this, you know. <laughs> when it's all done and we're ready to serve, you have to have the first bite, because I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Yeah. I hope everybody else's Father's Day weekend was a good one. Uh, as well, got a chance to spend time with family and friends or thinking about him. Uh, my dad's been dead for a really long time, so spending time with him was only a mental deal as far as I'm concerned. But every time I go in the kitchen, I can I can hear him telling me something. Don't do that. What are you? Jeez, honey. Yeah, my dad called me honey. He calls everybody honey, my sisters and me. Honey, what are you doing? That's going to be, you're going to ruin it. Oh, my God, don't do that. Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Mike Hayes with uh, Rick Solomon in the studio. Hope your Father's Day weekend was a good one as well. What do you want to talk about this afternoon? Three for all Monday, and we have had a really interesting conversation uh, today and uh, for a bit on Friday as well, which is why we uh, changed up the topic and kept it going uh, today, room tax and funding the funding compromise for the lacrosse center. And a few of the listeners in the morning who were upset, I had a chance to talk with with uh, Brent Smith and with uh, uh, Gary Podesky, and although I didn't ask them to guarantee, a few of the listeners were upset that Brent didn't use Garrett words like guarantee. It's a sure thing. It's, you know, he, uh, you know, he said we were, we operated in the black, barely in the black, but, uh, but we did, we held our own, and we hope to continue that trend with the new expansion. And there were a bunch of listeners this morning who wanted him to uh, practically guarantee if the center doesn't make money, then I'll pay the difference. You know, I, I don't know what they were looking for. Are you looking for some kind of guarantee? Because you know that's not going to happen, right? You're never going to get a politician to guarantee anything. You're, it's not going to – or something that has uh, – that they don't have complete control over. It's like saying, I guarantee my four-year-old will not be in a bad mood 
on Tuesday night at parent-teacher conferences. I guarantee it. My four-year-old will be in a fabulous mood because I said so. Uh, said no father of any four-year-old ever in the history of time. Just doesn't, you can't guarantee stuff like that. What do you want to talk about? Seven eight five seven nine one four. Lacrosse talk. News talk fourteen ten a.m. ninety two three FM online at wizmnews.com. I'm Mike Hayes here, a Monday afternoon guy. Rick Solom is in the studio as well. What's on your mind? It's about nineteen minutes after five. I got a couple of texts in regard to. Lacrosse Center and the risk and so forth. Uh, you're right, LG. There is no guarantee. But I got a couple of texts this morning from people who were very unhappy that Brent Smith didn't use. I don't. They they didn't say they were unhappy. He didn't say guarantee. But they wanted Brent Smith to be more more positive, more guarantee like in his comments this morning with regard to the Lacrosse Center will. Uh, pay for itself. We'll continue to operate in the back, in the black. Uh, you're right, and that's what makes debt and uh, the plans risky. But uh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a gambler, so I can't remember any gamblers' uh, slogans. But uh, you know, if you don't take risk, you, you you risk big and you win big, something like that. I don't know. Is it risky? Sure. Uh, but do they have history of success? I think so. Uh, Brent did point out the fact that most uh, centers uh, around the country are not able to operate in the black. And uh, lacrosse does, barely, but does, and uh, should be able to continue in that fashion with the same uh, concerns uh, that, that will continue to guide them in making the decisions on how to spend money. And they will do a better job at uh, talking about uh, or continuing to keep maintenance and so forth in the mix as well. So I don't know. Is it worth a is anything worth a risk? Oh man, now you got a big one. Uh, so the other text I got was <laughs> has nothing to do with hotels, uh, but I thought it was funny anyway. So is the room tax only for hotels? What about these slumlords that have multiple crap rentals and college housing? Wow, I would be really disappointed if I lived in college housing and was uh, lumped together with the slumlords who have uh, multiple uh, rentals that are below quality. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with renting apartments. Absolutely nothing. This is a room tax on hotel rooms only. has nothing to do with slumlords or with uh, million-dollar rentals. It has nothing to do with college housing, only uh, hotels. So there you go. All right, so oh, we can go back to the telephones. See what's on your mind. I just throw that out because that's what we had an interesting conversation this morning. You are absolutely welcome to uh, bring anything to the table that you would like. So let's get to it. Line one is, hey, number three, good afternoon, buddy. You're on the air. What's on your mind? How are you, Mr. Hayes? I am well. I am I'm as good as a We're going to have a nice I... little discussion here. Neither right. one's going to holler at the other one, all right? Absolutely. Okay. Had you... Able to find out anything about that $630,000 commercial building on Veterans Memorial Drive? Yes. Yes, I did. I thought, uh, well, I, maybe I didn't mention it enough times. I mentioned it on a lacrosse talk in the morning. They are referring to the Bandshell Project. That's the Bandshell Project. That's, okay. That's now, I got one other one that I see come out for $137,000 for a gazebo down there. Uh, in Riverside Park? 
Right, same address. All right, well, there is a gazebo in Riverside Park. Maybe they're going to upgrade the one that's there on the uh, way north end of the park. It's not round like the one in Riverside Park or over in uh, well, I think I, all I know is the old fish hatchery and in uh, Indian up on the north end. Right, but no, but in the center of the park, I mean, in the center part of the park across from the oh, fish okay. hatchery. I never seen that. I must be blind in one eye and can't see out of the other well, one. Anyway, if they do put this up, I've got an idea. You could have your five o'clock show down there. Absolutely could. You're absolutely right. And then your morning show too, from six to nine. You could use that a couple of times. You know. Sure. Get everybody together. Sure, sure, absolutely. Be a good idea. Good idea. Okay. Yep. Well, we agree then. Yes, we do. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Mike. Hey, you bet. Thanks, number three. I appreciate that. Now I'm not positive. Now that I'm, I'm saying that, I'm not positive that the 130,000 gazebo is upgrades to the one that exists. There is a, a roofed structure. Do you know, are there specifics to a structure that uh, can be called a gazebo, Rick? Do you know anything about that? No, and I can't make a weld on a muffler either. So. Oh. <laughs> they, have a lot to, they have a lot to do with each other. Are you familiar with the structure that I'm talking about? No. Across from the fish hatchery, in, and you can't see it real well because it's built in among the trees. Is this the you car know? wash that we're No, oh, not. <laughs> Get off your phone and pay attention. I hope, I'm glad. It's a good thing you're not driving. Does the motel tax include all the new Airbnbs? Uh, I, I don't think so because Airbnbs are not motels and hotels. I'm not positive, but I do not believe that all the new Airbnbs. Uh, well, uh, they, I could be wrong. I'm 90% sure that that's not part yeah, of Yeah, uh, probably not. Uh, are we upset about a 1.5%? Yes, people are furious, but at least the ones in the morning. The dollar, we're livid. The dollar fifty on a yeah. hotel room that none of us are, like maybe a couple of people with kids that want to take their kids to the pool, maybe they got to pay an extra dollar. Yeah, locals are really mad that, uh, that the room tax is going up by a, a percent and a half. And so that when their relatives come to visit, their friends come to visit for Oktoberfest or something, it's going to cost them, I don't know, whatever, ten bucks more. Ten bucks? Oh, because they can stay a couple days. days. Yeah. yeah. They can go stay in on Alaska at the hotel there, right? Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the room tax <laughs> is up in La Crescent. got a hotel now, I think. So. I, I think they do. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. All right. Let's. Uh, where are we going? Let's go over here, number uh, Main Street. Hey, Main Street, good to hear from you, buddy. What's on your mind? Well, I mean, if Rick can't change his own oil, he's certainly not going to put a weld on a muffler. Oh, I, I don't know where that came from, but I probably, yeah, he's not going to do any of that himself. I probably could change my own oil, but I don't want to. Uh, yeah, Rick's not going to do that either. Yeah, I have a question that's kind of related to the lacrosse center, Shoot. but it's a little broader. I am not, uh, like most people, I'm not super versed in municipal finance. But I was just wondering when the county, you know, borrows a bunch of money to buy a building and remodel it, or when the city wants to remodel the lacrosse center, uh, I know there's bond sales sometimes and some organization facilitates that, or we borrow money from an institution. Who do we borrow from, I guess, is my question. And, you know, I mean, that's an enormous, that's $20, 30 $40 million. 
that's an enormous sale for an institution. I'm just wondering who that is. Do we go on some kind of huge exchange and see who has the best rates, or do we deal with someone local, you know, like who is influenced by the decision to to build or not to build? So I'm just wondering, who do we borrow that money from? I just want to make sure I understand the question because I'm pretty sure I don't know the answer, but I know someone who does. You're wondering when the city decides to borrow $35 million to uh, finish building the $42 million lacrosse center expansion, where do they go to get that $35 million? Is that what you're asking? That's what I want to know. I want to know who profits on a – I mean, not that that's bad. Oh, I want to know not. who profits on a loan of that size. Is it is it somebody in town? Is it anybody we know? Is it like some national exchange where you go and find the best rate or something? I'm just I'm just – curious about that. That's something I have no idea how that works. So the next time you have one of those uh, city guys on there that knows what they're talking about, I'd like to hear that answer. I will ask him that question. That's a good one because I have no idea uh, myself. Uh, absolutely not, which is kind of unusual. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat surprised I didn't think of that myself. And now I'm mad because uh, I had a guy on this morning who probably knows where that money comes from. I'll bet Brent knows where it is. Who knows? Anybody listening right now know where that money comes from, when the city gets ready, do you know where it comes from, Rick? Well, we just Never go down to the bank downtown. Yeah, and maybe do some paperwork. Do some pay again. Which one though? How, you know, how does the city got to pick favorites? You got to go to State Bank or over to over to Citizens? Do they take bids like a, like quote unquote bids like they do on everything else? Uh, like who wants to give us money? Right. Now, I don't think it's local. I you know I I don't think it's uh, local. There must be a municipalities bank and trust or something where where cities, communities do do business. I don't know the answer. Anybody else know the answer? Call me. Lacrosse Talk PM on News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM online at com. Uh, libertarian guy, you uh, you misunderstand. I know he sent me a text. Hello? Hello? Uh, buddy, two things. First of all, I was trying to keep scrolled back here to Dana, who about a hundred texts ago asked me a question that I thought I would pose to uh, listeners, and uh, then you offered me the answer. Mark III offered me the answer. Phil offered me the answer. Phil offered it again, and now you're teasing me about hello, hello. Uh, yeah, so yes, uh, municipal bondholders uh, are the ones where that, that's where you go to get $35 million. Uh, like Baird and company, and they compete. Uh, somebody else said they go to Marine Credit Union and they don't compete. I'm pretty sure that's not correct, but uh, that came from an anonymous listener. So uh, so I'm not sure how much credibility I can put there. Uh, Dana wanted to know, has anybody else not gotten a single political poll phone call since 2016? Dana, who was on somebody's hot list for a while, has not received a single political phone call uh, in a while and wondered if, any, if that was anybody else's deal. Have you gotten any... Robo calls. Cell phone. I know they call cell. Well, I I I don't answer my cell phone. If I don't recognize the phone number, I don't don't answer anyway. Uh, But but, polls are skewed. If they're only calling landlines, just going to get the, you know, like yeah, I don't know landline calls that they don't have caller ID. Right. Well, and I don't. I I even answer your. You have a landline. Do you even answer that, or do you have caller ID? Yeah, I do. I have caller ID on the landline. And answer it if I recognize the number. Right, yeah. But it, you know, it comes up if we're watching TV on on the the screen. It will say 
Stoughton, Wisconsin, or Virginia Beach, Virginia. Yeah. And if I don't know anyone who lives in Stoughton, I'm not going to answer. Well, and if it turns out to be somebody that, that knows me or wants me and says, Hey, Mike, it's Steve. I'm in Stoughton. Pick it up. Are you there? Listen, I got a thing, and, you know, give me a call, whatever. I know. You, you, you didn't answer because you didn't know I was in Stoughton. I got, but it's really me. Give me a call. I got a text the other day. Is this Rick Solom? That was the text. Uh, I just didn't. I'm not answering that. I don't know who the, the you know didn't recognize yeah. the number. Didn't have. Is this? No, I'm not. That's not how I'm. That's <laughs> not how we connect. How about you are? Yeah. And then yeah. you tell me, and then you can ask him. This that's, is blah blah blah, and I'm texting you to see if I generally do it with humor uh, when someone says, "Hey, are you my case?" <laughs> I don't know. Are you mad? Because <laughs> if you're mad, I'm Rick Solo. Uh, but if you're not mad, then yeah, I'm I'm like Hayes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where else are we gonna? I don't know anything about Marine Credit Union. The bondholders. I I was pretty sure that was the case, but I wasn't positive, so that's why I didn't say it. Do they get money from from a computer? I don't know what that is. What's a computer? Uh, oh, but you do remember the uh, Riverside Gazebo. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Tom P. Uh, so do I. I do remember that. Mutual funds that purchase municipal bonds. Therefore, anybody who wishes to purchase such a mutual fund can and be indirect holder of lacrosse debt. So there you go. Uh, you've got those answers. And now we've got three lines uh, busy, so let's let's get to it. So where are we going? Eric, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. Bud, what's on your mind? Uh, well, but the one question I wanted to ask you about is these... Uh Transparency between the people asking for money and the people loaning money. I think it's important to understand if there's any personal relationships between the askers and the lenders. You understand what I'm saying? I do. There's no kickbacks involved or anything like that. You understand what I'm saying? I think that's that's what the problem is. In most of the cases, there's a lot of inside trading going on there. Anyway, I'll let it go with that. As far as welding goes. Uh, Rick has a problem welding, I guess. Uh, depends what kind of welder you use. If you use a stick welder, that can be kind of difficult. But if you're using a MIG welder, you can master that in probably 15 to 20 minutes. Well, anyway. I'll have to find out from him what kind of welder he's using because clearly his dad is an expert and, and he lacks in those skills. Hey, thanks, Eric. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize you also had welding skills. Remind me, Rick, we'll get to the welding question a little later because the phones are a little busy right now and we'll get to that uh, later on. Uh, Tom, good afternoon. You're on the Crosstalk PM. What's on your mind? I was away from the radio a little bit, so you may have covered this, but I was going to basically give you a little information on how they actually come up with the funding for a place like La Crosse Center. And I'll still tell you, and you interrupt me if somebody made this clear, but uh, somebody like Steve Nicholas is a advertiser on or um, does a little program and your program there uh, somewhere around quarter to 12 every day and just a market update. That company uh, are the type that would be approached by the city of lacrosse to say please put some bonding together for us and they will contact a bunch and they will come up with an interest rate and a guaranteed like a 30 year or 40 year or whatever they want and that's who puts those things together and they literally go out and put, put that together they will come to the city of lacrosse to one of their meetings and say here's what we have we have um 
uh, this bunch of uh, people that will put that money forward. And we're, we're probably only talking uh, three to four percent, and and so it's a very good rate. And I actually asked one of the people from one of these bonding companies once, why can government get that money so cheap? And they said the answer is real simple because local governments or state governments have the ability to tax the public if they need the money, and they figure that is the safest source anywhere. Sure. And so that's why the people will loan their money at those rates. It's guaranteed, guaranteed by the ability to tax the people sure. to cover it. Yeah, it's guaranteed payback because the government knows where they can go to get the money if necessary. Yep, they can tax the yep. people, and uh, and of course, if uh, people don't pay their taxes, uh, you understand the government will uh, take their property and sell it to the top right. bidder. That's right, and then their debt is that debt that they owed is it's paid. Hey, thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. I uh, I guess you know it's, it's one of those stories that I knew the answer, but not until you told me the answer. As soon as you started to tell me that, I was started thinking, yeah, I think I've heard that before. Right? I used to know that, and then I got older and. Then I remembered the name of female tennis players, and I forgot about uh, bond holding. So, I thought, thanks very much for uh, for that, uh, Tom. <laughs> I appreciate it. About uh, well, 15 and a half before 6, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. Back to the phones. Number three, now what's got your uh, craw this afternoon? Nothing's got me. I'm huh. still in a good mood. All right. You are, too. Absolutely. Anyway, I heard that they're going to up the... Uh, Room tax by one and a half percent. Correct. I would like to know how much we collected on room tax in 2018, so then I could add a one and a half percent to that, and then I have an approximate idea how much right. money we're talking. I don't know. So well, that's I'm a not, good question, though. Yeah. Well, I'm but sure the answer is out there. What the room tax was. None of it is private. Do you know the answer to that, Rick? I Forty-two million on the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, well, number three. It's you exactly see where I'm coming from, of a, from a business do. point of oh, view. Oh sure. Yep, yep. Well, and the number's right. not a secret. If I asked the right guy, they would know the answer. It's you know, it's. Well, public. then you got to get a hold of the right guy. That's your job right. for the week. All right, all right. I will. Thank uh, you much. You bet. Thanks very much for your call. I, uh, I, I'm sure that that uh, that number. I'm not sure who knows it right off the top of their head. But uh, none of those numbers are a secret. You can get on. I remember we had our residents didn't live in La Crosse anymore, but he was furious about uh, a business being done off the books and was insistent that uh, that there were two sets of books for a lot of uh, projects in La Crosse. This uh, particular uh, listener I'm thinking about had a, had a, had a thing for uh, Don Weber and any of his projects, and he was always down at City Hall looking for numbers. All that information is public. You just have to, they're not going to mail it to you. You have to come down and look at it. Look for it yourself. Here are the books. I can help you navigate, but I'm not doing your job for you. You want to find that number? It's in this book right here. I guarantee it. Ready? Look for it. Uh, And that makes sense to me. Uh, We keep the books. It is not my responsibility to read the books to you. Yeah, because it's a tax. We would know the tax. Right. The taxes. Because we wouldn't necessarily know. How much room tax was collected? Yeah. I I don't know the answer. Because we wouldn't necessarily know how much, you know, how many hotel rooms the Holiday Inn did in a year because that's a progress. But somebody in City Hall whose responsibility is collecting that money, I don't know who that is, Uh, or writing the check. I don't know. 
I just imagine he's walking around with like a hat. He's like, "You got your money, <laughs> tax money. You got your money. You got your payment for this uh, this quarter." Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how that money comes to the city, but I do know that all those numbers are uh, are uh, open to the. I don't know if you can find them online. I'm not a very good online searcher. Because uh, <laughs> uh, techn- I, I don't technology goes beyond me very quickly. So I, I try not to get myself deeply involved in anything that involves a good deal of technology, because then I'll I'll be behind before we even get going. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. So who knows the answer? Who knows how much room tax uh, was collected the last time those numbers were available? That's the other thing. Sometimes you get I got to the numbers from 2017, but uh, the 2018 numbers aren't available yet. They're still putting those together or whatever. So what, who knows? Who knows? Anybody know? Lacrosse Talk PM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM and online at WIZMnews.com. I'm Mike Hayes with Rick Solom in the studio this afternoon, your Monday afternoon team. Yeah, that's uh, you're right, LG. Uh, the county uh, also said that the money that would be raised by Pratt uh, might also be used for things like the lacrosse center. And you're right, the room, I, I don't know that any, I asked this the other day, uh, and uh, I asked Gary Podesky, uh, and I have asked other uh, city council members through the years if they remembered any tax that had been, that uh, had a sunset provision, was actually retired at the end of its time, and they all kind of giggled and said, uh, no. The room tax was supposed to sunset. It did not. It did not. And there's, I, I don't believe in my heart of hearts, that in 20 years, this tax will be retired. That said, uh, here we go. Is it, uh, is it going to be cost prohibitive, the 1%, 1.5% increase on things that you as a resident will probably never pay unless you are a regular buyer of hotel rooms in the city of La Crosse? Let's, uh, let's go to the phones here uh, from Texas. Hey, Tex, you're on the air. What's on your mind? What's Hello. This? Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, it's me. I can barely hear you. Uh, well, uh, I... well I, I was just going to say that uh, any kind of a tax coming from the city or the county uh, for roads in this state uh, is, uh, should be uh, uh, under scrutiny heavily because there's a highway safety program in this state. And not only does the state receive money from the highway safety program, but... The political subdivisions are supposed to receive 40% from every fine, fee, penalty, and settlement. Now, the courts have people lined up like cordwood, uh, and, and they're cutting tickets and citations for everything they can think of as, as soon as they can think of it. 40% of everything of those fines, fees, penalties, and settlements are supposed to be going for the roads. Where's the money? I don't know. It's probably out there in that one pothole that is filled. Yeah, one pothole. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many tickets they write in this town a day? Please, let's be realistic. There's probably hundreds of millions of dollars sitting around someplace, and and nobody. Hey, I, I looked at the comprehensive financial report here, annual financial report. I haven't seen anything listed. So where's the money going? I don't know. I but I I got to believe that if there was hundreds of millions of dollars in an account someplace that belongs to lacrosse taxpayers or should be spent on lacrosse uh, area roads that somebody uh, would know about. 
Well, maybe somebody would know about it, but then again, maybe somebody ain't talking about it because if you read into that program, I think it's on page 246, Highway Safety Program, look it up, 40% to every political subdivision. Lacrosse County is a political subdivision, and so yeah. is the city of Lacrosse. And maybe that's where they get the money that they do use to fix roads. Hey, thanks very much for your call. Uh, appreciate that, Pete. Uh, maybe that's where they do get it. I'm not prepared to say that uh, they have a ton of money and it's not being spent on roads. Uh, <laughs> take, a, take a drive, better yet, take a bike ride, or take a walk around downtown La Crosse anytime and count the orange cones and, uh, and tell me that there aren't road, proje- road projects being done. And uh, a bunch of that money is uh, city money. I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago we were reading one of the mayor's posts on Facebook about how much more they've been fixing the roads the last couple of years. Yeah, I heard that conversation. You know, the prior they, regime. So. Right, they were spending $7 million, then they spent $0 million, and now they're spending 2 so they're yeah. trying to catch up. And, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. and they're fixing, you know, wh- however many more miles per Yeah, a couple a more year. miles a year to fix, yeah. Like, yeah, well, it's expensive. So. And I, what did I, depending on what kind of... Surface million dollars a mile. Well, and you could look at five hundred thousand a mile. Last week when they were fixing Third Street and fixing Second Street, and then this week they're like, "Oh, you know what? We're going to fix one of these streets at a time because everyone's lost." Everyone down. was so mad last week so, that we're trying to fix all the roads in a hurry. And frankly, I've said it before. I would personally much prefer that they shut all the city roads down and make make Lacrosse a pedestrian city for three weeks, four weeks, whatever, work 24 hours a day, get all the roads done in one big glump rather than have one project screwing up traffic going north all summer long, then the other project going south all fall long. So, you know, like out on the freeway, there is nothing that isn't under construction all the time. Yeah, because the dilemma there is like, we want all the roads fixed. And it's like, well, then we're going to Not all to, at once. Then we're going to have to fix the roads. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, you can't use them. That's right. If you want them fixed, then you've got to go drive over there for a little while so that the roads can be fixed. And uh, then you'll have something else to yell about. Because by then... Well, be, then we yell about traffic jam. be grumpy about uh, the bands that uh, come to the lacrosse center being, there's too many country bands... How come there's no rock and roll anymore? We need the big, why don't we get, uh, you know, how come Katy Perry doesn't come here? We need Taylor Swift at the Lacrosse Center. Because, you know, she'd play here for 5,000 people for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe. But not until we get the expansion. Hey, this was fun. Can we do it again next Monday? Dave Carney's up tomorrow on WIZM Lacrosse. Have a great evening.